I'm going to tell you some shit to do if you're getting anxious or suffering from anxiety. Did I say suffering? I meant in a relationship with anxiety. I've tried to do this opening about 10 times, and now I'm just going to cut to the fucking chase. So welcome to Babe. Today's episode is about anxiety. And I have found that my anxiety has returned, made a glow, much like Dolly Levi at the Harmonia Gardens, a glorious return. And anxiety for me right now has been like coming at night. It comes at night. It's an 80s horror movie or a a really bad porn. But uh, it starts when it's dusk. I start to feel really unsafe. And it's there's no rationalizing these thoughts at all. Unsafe. What's going to happen to me? I'm not safe. My family's not safe. Something is going to happen and it's going to happen soon. And I have no control over this. And then as the sun goes down, it starts to move into like full blown anxiety for me. So what my anxiety looks like is, and maybe if you have anxiety, if you're in a relationship with, I said suffering from, because it's not super fun. There's not a lot of fun to derive from having uh, an anxiety disorder, but uh, maybe your anxiety looks like mine. So you could be saying anything to me. You could even be touching me, and I would not really even be paying attention or know it because my mind is so lost in racing thoughts, uh, usually about things that are never going to happen or that I can't control. Um, Maybe you're going to uh, try and interact with me, and I am not present. So I'm, I'm not present. Which is sad because sometimes, you well, sometimes, all the time, you kind of need to be present, right, for, for people in your life. And so I'm not there. And nothing can quite crack that. Uh, my heart pounds. Um, I remember there was an episode of the uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey where Teresa Giudice, or Judice, whichever you prefer, said, Oh my God, I'm so nervous. My heart is beating 500. And I, so that's kind of the line I use with Eric. My heart is beating 500. And sometimes I'll take my pulse. I'll actually take my pulse to see if it is, if my heart is beating 500. And uh, no, it's usually between 60 and 90, like normal people, but it feels like it's going to pound out of my chest. Like people must be able to see my, my, the veins in my neck pulsing, right? They can see this. So I'm not present. My heart is racing. Uh, I can barely sit still. Sometimes I've actually gotten up in this clean shit. Like, I'll just clean the tub or I'll see what's underneath the kitchen sink and organize that uh, because I can't sit there. I'm, I'm really squirmy, very antsy. Um, that usually lands me in the bed. And uh, that's fine to, to, to go to bed. That's one of my, we're going to discuss some options of what you can do when you have uh, an anxiety, a relationship with anxiety. And going to bed is one of them if you feel safe in bed. But anyway, um, I have racing thoughts and they're usually about horrible things that are going to happen, could happen, uh, probably will never happen. And I can't take my mind off of these racing thoughts. And sometimes I'm, I don't have racing thoughts at all. Sometimes I'm just fucking ner- like a nervous wreck. And it, there's nothing coming up. I'm just sitting in my living room watching uh, The View. Well, I guess that could raise your your anxiety because talking about the hot topics of the day can, can make you anxious. Um, so I've tried to pin it on like the political... Uh, landscape like maybe my anxiety comes at night because that's when the news is on and that's when we usually watch hot topics on the view and i the world is is falling oh i don't know if you knew this the world is falling apart (laughs) so that doesn't help an anxious person either 
So I'm sitting, my heart is racing, I'm having racing thoughts, I feel really unsafe. And uh, what I usually do is I pull from a list of things that I created back when I was just out of Brylin which is the psychiatric hospital I spent some time in. And I was, I was depressed and anxious. I am not depressed in any way right now. My life is fucking good. I've got a new job starting on Monday, and I can't wait! I keep, like, rehearsing, like, my entrance. Like, should I be, like, shy? Or should I be super outgoing? I don't want to be too loud. I am a big personality. Um, should I bring a plant? Oh, my God. Will I wear a tie? I have, I'm starting this new job. I, I get to have a whole new career starting Monday. I'm off for a week. And it's funny because um, I love to be alone. And I, uh, Michelle Freed, the CEO of Adoption Star, said when I interviewed, you know, do yourself a favor, take a week off. Don't end work on a Friday at one job and start here on a Monday. Take a week to to really, you know, be by yourself and do some amazing things for yourself. And I'm like, oh my God, this is great. I'm going to be by myself. I love being by myself. What am I going to do? And then a surprise came. Eric said, babe guess what? I took the week off too. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Great. So we're off together this week and uh, we are going to get a lot done. Projects, projects are going to be done. Uh, We're going to, we're going to whip this house into shape. And uh, also we have to see a star is born. If, if this week goes by and I don't see a star is born, I'm going to put my head right in the oven. So anyway, I'm not depressed at all. I'm really happy. But anxiety comes at dusk and I have no fucking idea why. And so here are some of the things I have learned to do. And I'm, I'm just hoping that this this helps because, um, I don't know, fall, it, it gets darker earlier. So people tend to... Um, I don't know, become nervous wrecks sooner in the day. I'm fine in the morning. I'm up, I'm having Starbucks, I'm listening to um, Cher do her covers of ABBA songs all the way to work. (laughs) Yeah, you can see me coming a mile away. Um, I love the afternoon, answering emails, making lists of things to do, maybe running and grabbing some delicious lunch. Afternoon is fun. And then 3, 3.34 comes and the, the day is starting to end and then the, the sun starts to go down and then it happens and it starts. And by the time I'm sitting in my living room with my husband and son trying to be a, a normal functioning adult, I'm really, I'm falling apart. So here are the things, here are some of the things that I have done to help myself. Again, I'm in a relationship. Uh, it's a permanent relationship. This, me and anxiety go way back. We're probably going to die together. So I have to, I don't feel like it's going to go away. And it just suddenly started coming back as the sun started to set earlier. So, and, and by the time it goes down at 430, um, that's going to be rough. So the first thing is to breathe, to fucking breathe. And I'm going to give you a little, um, a Unitarian Universalist little chant that we do sometimes in Unitarian Universalism. And um, uh, Joan Montagnus, our minister, she's really good at this. And she has us hold our hands. Uh, of course, I'm doing it as I'm talking. Hold our hands, fingers interlocked. 
uh, kind of making like a little cradle on your lap and then taking your two thumbs and having the two thumbs point up toward you. So in Unitarian Universalism, the, cha the lit chalice is our symbol. It's not a crucifix or uh, a star. It's this chalice. So when we create a sacred space, we light a chalice, even if we're just having like a meeting of two or three people. Uh, it sounds super religious, but it's kind of not. It's just comforting. So she said, if you're feeling anxious, you can light your chalice anytime and people won't know that you're doing it. So you take your hands and you put them in uh, this sort of locked position, sort of like a cradle on your lap and then point your thumbs up and that's the flame. So I have my lit chalice and then Joan sings. Um, I think she sings, when I breathe in, I breathe in peace. When I breathe out, I breathe out love. Hippy dippy shit, right? But when I breathe in, I breathe in peace. When I breathe out, I breathe out love. I'm trying to give it like a little country twang for you. Um, but breathing is hard. We forget to breathe. A lot of times we're just holding our breath. And so I sometimes I light my fake chalice and I do... Now, to the outside world, it looks like I'm watching RuPaul's Drag Race. But really, I'm singing that song. When I breathe in, I breathe in peace. When I breathe out, I breathe out love. I think I got it in the right order. But anyway, my chalice is lit. I'm breathing in peace. And I'm breathing out love. Of course, I'm doing this in my head. And no one really, I don't even think I've told Eric that I'm doing it. He's not home right now. Um, but he'll hear this and then think I'm doing it. So, yeah, I'm breathing. I saw a great article on, I don't know, somebody posted about breathing and like breathe in for six seconds, breathe out for 10 seconds, really try to slow your breath down. But I'll tell you, the heart can beat 500 even if you're breathing uh, really, really slowly. So, but breathing, breathing is, is one of the things that I do right away. If I'm alone and I can do it, I downloaded an app called Headspace. Have you ever heard of Headspace? Headspace is uh, an amazing meditation app, and the the narrator is a, a an adorable Brit named Andrew Puttacombe, and he's just as cute as can be, and he's got a great accent, and he talks you through. There's ten free. 10-minute meditations, and then you can uh, join Headspace and unlock the library where you'll explore things like happiness, appreciation, anxiety management, depression. Uh, he's just adorable. So if you want a hottie to lead your meditation, look no further than one Andy Puttycomb. So you can check that app out, again, for free. Uh, meditation is hard because you have to concentrate, and I'm a really bad, uh, I'm just, I kind of suck at meditation. But when Eric and I took a meditation course, uh, probably right after I, I got out of Brylin, it was really sweet of him to join me. Uh, we did a meditation, and at the end of each, we would say, may you be safe, may you be happy, may you be healthy. May you live with ease. May you be free from suffering. And I really liked that. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you live with ease. May you be free from suffering. And so I guess memorize that and you could repeat that while you're breathing. That could be helpful too. So, so there's breathing, there's meditation. And again, I feel like I kind of suck at meditation. I usually fall asleep or giggle. 
because something will come into my head that's inappropriate and then suddenly the meditation is ruined. But uh, try it. Maybe go online and look for free meditation classes that are in your area. That's what I did and Eric and I went. So those are two things you can do. Another thing you might want to repeat to yourself over and over again is you are not your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. Thoughts are intrusive and they will pass and you are safe. You are safe is another thing you could repeat to yourself. To me, all of this is a preamble to going to fucking bed. Get me into a bed where I can hug a pillow as hard as I can and make it all go away. So a lot of this is just staving off the inevitable, which is me in bed. But a lot of times you can't get into bed. Um, Maybe you're out at a party. Maybe you are... Uh, if it happens in the, mine only comes at night, but if, uh, currently, if you are at work or doing a presentation, clearly there's no bed for you to jump into. Uh, so you might have to repeat some of this stuff. There are some other things you can do. There's something called grounding. It's a five, four, three, two, one activity. And I feel like whenever I do these, it's so obvious that I'm gay. Like if I wasn't out and somebody said, we need you to do a five, four, three, two, one activity to ground yourself and stop your racing thoughts. They would be like homo right away because you have to think of five things. And usually it's not like five people who've betrayed me or five people that I loved and never loved me in return. It has to be five really kind of banal things. So I'm like, okay, five Joan Crawford movies, go. Uh, Queen Bee, Autumn Leaves, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, Possessed and Rain. Four airports, uh, MCO, Buffalo Niagara International, Raleigh Durham, Atlanta. Three Betty Davis movies, oh, of course, Dark Victory, um, Jezebel, and Of Human Bondage. Two flowers, roses and tulips, one square from the Hollywood Squares, Paul Lind. Okay, so all of that was super gay. But it's five things, four things, three things, two things, one thing that you can name. And it, if done constantly, intrusive thoughts have a way of staying out of your head. So it could be, you know, five types of foreign car, four vacation destinations, three of Elizabeth Taylor's husbands, <laughs> two 70 sitcoms, and um, one type of pie. So five, four, three, two, one, five, four, three, two, one. You can also do to, to bring yourself into the present and stop thinking about ways your family might die in a fire is you could do five things that I hear. I hear the grumbling of the cars outside. I hear my refrigerator. I hear, and then you do four things that you can see, three things that you feel, two things that you smell, and one thing you taste. And you just keep doing that over and over again. Because um, it, it racing thoughts are fucking horrible. And I'll tell you, once you have a child, they, they all change into ways that child can die. Is it going to be in a fire? If there were a fire, would it be my fault? Did I leave the burner on? I'm sure I did. Uh, if there were a fire outside of our bedroom door, could I crawl and save Jackson? Uh, or can I teach him to jump out the window? Does he know enough to jump out the window? If I shut this door, then the fire, we won't have a blowout. What do they call that? Draft? Back? Backdraft? Backdraft! I don't know. Um, 
So fire is a big one. Or his bio dad coming and stealing him from the room. That's another big one, too, that his bio dad finds out where he is, and he decides that he wants him back. And so he finds us. He crawls through the way, pushes the air conditioner in without me hearing it, um, crawls in, takes Jackson, and we never see Jackson again. Or there's a school shooting. Or people are getting shot up at the Unitarian Universalist Church while I'm there. I was at a funeral this morning, and I thought, wouldn't it be awful if a gunman came in right now and just shot us all dead? Like, this is the type of shit I think about all the time. But especially after the sun goes down. If Eric died in the front room... Would I? How long would it take me to notice he was dead? And how long would I wait until I called the coroner before I could part with the body? Would I just sit there rocking and, and weeping? Um, racing thoughts. So I suggest 54321, uh, either the, the things, the inanimate objects, or the, uh, the five senses. Also, sour candies. This might sound strange, but if you keep some really sour candies around, believe me, if you pop one of those motherfuckers in your mouth... You're going to think about the sourness of that candy, and it brings you right into the present. You're no longer thinking about, you know, people crawling through the window or, you know, coming home to your to your your dead family. <laughs> this is a fun podcast, but I'm telling you, if you have racing thoughts, you absolutely know what I'm talking about. And lately, I, I worry about, like, how long was, is Jackson going to live in the world the way that it is? Is he Was he born to have a really nice... Um, uh, three years on Earth until we're fucking annihilated. It, it's it's not looking good out there. I I have trouble with our leadership, so I'm I'm worried. I want him to grow to be an old man, and I think about how sad it would be if his life was snuffed out. I've lived my life, uh, but I want to see him grow up. And I think about this all the time, but mostly after the sun goes down, while I'm watching TV, sitting in a chair. So your thoughts are intrusive, and they will pass. You are safe. Five, four, three, two, one. Sour candies. Breathe. Unitarian Universalist chalice. Then to go to my list here, I talk about go to Starbucks. You can't really lose there. Even if you don't get anything and just plop down. Well, of course, that, if you're white, then you could do that. Um, but just maybe buy something. And, uh, you know, take in the aromas, listen to the music that they're playing, look at the people um, that are enjoying themselves. I think Starbucks is open kind of late, and they're open early, too. So get your ass to a Starbucks. Buy fresh flowers. And in the fall, uh, treat yourself to a cinnamon broom and maybe some scented pine cones. I do a switchover uh, in the fall. I don't. I really have trouble with the cinnamon brooms coming out at like end of July, uh, early August. Too soon. But I think we're getting around cinnamon broom. You know, it's we're moving away from fresh flowers. But oh, picking out some beautiful fresh flowers uh, can. This is if you have the you know the time to do this. Um, Go to Trader Joe's, or as my mother calls it, Trader's Joe. Uh, it's really fun, and the people are nice there. And if you can and just go aisle to aisle, look at all the fun, crazy stuff that they have. They have, um, there's a podcast, actually. <laughs> it's really a podcast for everything. Uh, there's a, a podcast about Trader Joe's uh, that is called Inside Trader Joe's. Uh, let's see, how many episodes are there? One, two, three, four, five... 
Uh, Tis the season. It's beginning to look a lot like holidays at Trader Joe's. How do we come up with all these great holiday ideas? So I fucking love Trader Joe's. So listen to the podcast. That's another one of my things. If you don't go to Trader Joe's, listen to a podcast. Uh, Here are some podcasts I really like. I have a new favorite. It's called Hello Gorgeous, the films of Barbara Streisand by a hysterical queen, I'm assuming, uh, named Jamie Pierce. I just listened to two. I listened to uh, Funny Girl and Hello, Dolly, her first two films. And he usually has a guest on. And the the minutia with which they discuss these films is hysterical. Really, really funny. Um, So uh, that's if you're interested in that. Hello, Gorgeous, the films of Barbara Streisand. RuPaul, What's the Tea? There's another great podcast. Uh, He's terrific. Michelle Visage, lover or hater, she's on there. Um, I think she's great. Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard is really incredible. Uh, I think that you would like that one. Pop Culture Happy Hour is another one I listen to. Uh, They review... Things like films and television and like the Emmys, when the Emmys was on, they must have recorded this at like midnight for the next day to review the whole show. It's pop culture if you're into that. And then they have a little segment, What's Making Us Happy. Uh, So that's a really good one. And of course, babe, (laughs) although this babe is probably making you more anxious because it's about anxiety. A couple of other really good uh, podcasts to listen to when you're anxious. Uh, the Hilarious World of Depression is really, really good. Who knew there'd be hilarity in depression? Finding Richard Simmons. Uh, it's I think it's only about six or seven episodes, but it's uh, it's it, it'll grip you. Uh, and then you must remember this. It's a really, really good like sort of Hollywood underbelly kind of things that you never talk about or or they did a, 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 ser- a summer series on Joan Crawford, which was hysterical. I thought it was really good. Um, Invisibilia is another really good podcast. So tune into a podcast, the last podcast on the left. That one's good. And um, of course, for murderinos out there, there's My Favorite Murder, which is <laughs> also really good. So so you're buying fresh flowers. You're going to Trader Joe's. You're listening to a really good podcast. Pick up a fucking book. Yeah. How about that? Uh, read a book. I like David Sedaris. Uh, it, he's fucking hysterical and he has a really interesting take on, uh, mental, mental, uh, hygiene, let's say. And, uh, I think he's great. I, I like reading books personally about Paris and, and shit that goes on in Paris. Uh, there's some really good ones out there. Um, and then I like reading old Hollywood Babylon type books of like people's film careers. So I have no shortage of, uh, uh, Betty Davis, Joan Crawford, Barbara Streisand books in my house, but, Pick up a book. Okay. Um, I read old cards from my husband. I have every card that my husband has ever given me since I think this, he gave me a card and a tie. Uh, I think we, we maybe the first week we were together and I, I cried. I still have that card 13 years later. So sometimes I dig through a box of old shit and, and just like pour over it and get really nostalgic. Um, Watch a must-see movie on Roku. So if you've got Netflix, if you have um, Hulu and you want to tune in, there's so much good stuff out there. Um, You can watch it on your laptop. You can watch a Golden Girls marathon. You can watch a Will and Grace marathon. You can watch Frankie and Grace. Um, Just watch something that's that's funny or a must-see. Call my mom. 
I have the luxury of being able to call my mom and it makes me feel better. And I, I dread the day I can no longer pick up the phone and call my mom. But uh, even though she's whacked out on pot, <laughs> she still makes a lot of sense to me and always makes me feel better. Um, I watch All in the Family reruns. Uh, All in the Family reruns can can definitely pull me out of anxiety. Uh, Norman Lear, uh, I have his biography too. It's just fucking incredible. Uh, but All in the Family tends to do it. Uh, I have here Tumblr. Well, guess what that means? It's porn. <laughs> it's code for porn. Okay, so I don't know what Tumblr is in the to other people, but I know for me, uh, it's porn. So doing some sexy things... Uh, could also get your mind off of the anxiety and the fear of impending doom. Uh, it, 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 I feel like it itches a part of your brain that anxiety doesn't live in. So, yeah, somebody can explain to me what normal people do with Tumblr, but if you, um, no, I can't. <laughs> Look at some porn. Okay. Uh, drink some water. Yeah, I'm going to drink some right now. I have it right here. I'm drinking some water. Uh, water is really, really uh, has healing properties, as we know. Um, put on some music. Put on some, some. I like classical music to kind of calm me down. I don't like music with words because the words stir me up a little bit. Sometimes when I go to the therapist, they have that music on that it's like, you know the song, but it's the, the Muzak version of it. I noticed that also the artwork is sort of benign. There's there's no people in the artwork. They're all like things you could get at Bed Bath & Beyond, like six plates all matched together or a bunch of golden leaves. I'm thinking, I wonder if they do this to not trigger people, like if there were faces or, or if there were lyrics that people would just start throwing themselves out windows. Um, Make a gratitude list. This is something that's uh, really a good idea. All the things you're grateful for. And th like, think about things that you're grateful for that, that you don't even think about. Like your tongue. My mom had a friend and I asked how she was. How's Kitty doing? Well, she had her tongue removed. <laughs> Not funny, but think about it. You, you take your tongue for granted. Think about all the things you wouldn't be able to do without a fucking tongue. We take this shit for granted, I'm telling you. So I'm grateful that I have a tongue. I'm grateful that I don't have an abscess in my mouth because that hurts. Uh, but of course, you know, there's the huge. I'm grateful for my husband and for my son and for my mom and dad and for this new opportunity coming to me and my new job and that I have a really fun house and all that stuff. But also I have a tongue. Um... Look up pictures of your favorite city. I, I like to uh, do a Google image search of P-Town, Provincetown. It's my very favorite city in the world. Um, I think that uh, we all have our favorite and we can go on like little mental vacations there. Sometimes I walk my ass down Main Street USA and I've walked down Main Street USA at Walt Disney World so many times that I can truly do it with my eyes closed. I can hear the music. I can smell the cookies. The f uh, Never mind. We won't go there. It's not real. But um, yeah, I can do that. I can plop my ass down on It's a Small World and ride through in my head if I can, if I have the liberty to close my eyes. And uh, again, I'm really lucky I have a husband that understands that I have anxiety. So if I'm like, babe, I can't, I can't, I got to go. I got to go. Please, I'm so sorry. I have to withdraw and just make this shit go away. And then I go to bed. But sometimes you, you've got to, you got to stay awake for this. Um... 
I had a Golden Girls paint by numbers. So get online and buy yourself. Go to Etsy and look for paint by numbers. They're very relaxing. My friend Kelly got it for me right after I got out of Brylin. And uh, it's it's beautiful. Uh, paint by numbers. Golden Girls paint by numbers. Do you have to be a gay man to like that? I don't think so. Um, I have another book. It's called Artist Doodles, and it has half a piece of artwork, and then you draw the other half, which is kind of cool. Um, so you could sketch in a sketchbook, or you could do those adult coloring books. Um, my friend Abby, I bought her, I bought all my girlfriends these uh, very elaborate fonts with flowers and, and lavish gorgeous things hanging off of them with words like fuck and bitch and um abby has colored them all in and they're hanging over her bed which it's funny to see um uh just some some great words (laughs) colored in but they have adult coloring books too um you know for not for kids but for adults anyway you get it there's there's a million things you can do to take your mind off of these racing thoughts and i i feel like even if you don't have an anxiety disorder diagnosed or you're self-diagnosed that there's so much scary shit going on in the world right now that we all need to start doing some of this stuff um i wish that i didn't have anxiety i don't understand why i have it right now because nothing's there's no reason for it at all and I've done some things, you know, I've, uh, I've fl- flown over an audience into us into a son's mouth in drag, not nervous. I sang uh, a solo with the Buffalo Gay Men's Chorus in Montreal and in Miami for every time I tell the story, it's more people, 20,000 people. I was not, well, I was a little nervous, but not super nervous. I've had to, I've had to confront people on things like, you know, sexual abuse and I've, I've been fine, but sitting in the dark in my living room, I'm freaking the fuck out. So it doesn't make any sense, but I guess I would just hope that if you have a relationship with anxiety as well, that some of this uh, is helpful to you and that you can pick one of these things to do that might help you through a rough time. And, uh, again, to quote Joan, uh, Montagnus, our, our minister at the Unitarian church is don't forget, you're not alone. I, this is something that I have dealt with for a long time. And if you want to reach out to me, uh, you can reach out to me. Absolutely. Most of you know how to get a hold of me via email, but I will give you my email in case you want to talk because I don't want you to feel alone. You are never alone. That's what Joan says. So it's Sean, S-H-A-U-N, 72I, as in India, at yahoo.com. Or you can find me on Facebook, Sean Doyle Jr. Don't go friend in my dad. He doesn't want friends, he told me. <laughs> so that's great. Well, then good. You don't have any. Uh, so, hey, we have something in common, right? Maybe we, we all are a little anxious right now. And I feel like I've been reading some really brave things from my good friends about their anxiety and living with anxiety constantly and, and how they're coping with it and, and that, that I am not alone. So I, I was inspired, too, to tell you that, of course, you are not alone. So... You're not alone. Five, four, three, two, one. Sour candies. Breathe and pick up a fucking book. Okay. I love you very much. I hope you're not anxious for too long. Okay. Bye.